Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Come in. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? That's how I like to test the mic level, just by giving a uh, giving an Orson Welles style uh, uh, into the microphone every time. Good morning, everybody. This is Young Persons Radio. I am your host, Colby Smith. We are right here on Radio Free Brooklyn until 11 a.m. this very morning. Our number, 904-606-0842. If you want to call in, and this is a call-in show, so I encourage you to do so. That's 904 606 0842. And as always, if you want to write something of a, of a longer form to the show, you can email ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org. That's ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Young Persons Radio is the first of the astounding, astounding, astounding 12-hour block of talk shows this and every Sunday here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are followed at 11 a.m. by Points of Order, the great sports talk show, which is then followed at noon by The Stroll Show, where they interview local bands, which is followed again at 1 p.m. by Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we've got all your bases covered this morning, and on a rainy Sunday like this, how better to spend the whole day than by keeping that dial tuned right to the internet station you are listening to currently. Jeremy Kaplowitz and Mike Amory are my guests today. We'll be talking to them a little bit later. Uh, we're going to hear before that uh, from Courtney Francis Fallon, who is uh, an artist and performer here in the city who has a public art project uh, called Draw the Blue Line, which you can find out more about at drawthebluelineline.com. And she is going to be calling in momentarily uh, to talk about that. Uh, first, I want to tell everybody that I, uh, uh, you know, being the man about town that I am, went to a Barnes and Noble this week and I encountered the loneliest man in New York City. And he is working at the Fifth Avenue <laughs> Midtown branch of Barnes and Noble in the uh, uh, in the DVD section. So everybody, please go and see him. I walk in and I hear him saying to someone and he talks like, do you remember that episode of 30 Rock where... <laughs> where uh, Don Geis is dying and Jack goes into his hotel room and there's like the orderly going like, you have to leave, GE. This guy is saying to someone, if you need any help, please ask. Do not hesitate. I am here. Those are the four things he says. And so I'm like, okay. So maybe he looked like it looked like somebody was, uh, you know, browsing for a long time and not finding what they wanted. I'm just going to uh, walk around for a little bit. 60 seconds go, no more than 60 seconds go by. I hear him say to someone else, if you need any help, please ask. Don't hesitate. 
I'm here. Another 60 seconds goes by. He comes up to me and says, if you need any help, don't hesitate to ask. I am here. Please ask. And I just thought this guy is so desperate to talk to anybody. I don't know. I He's an employee there at the DVD section, which is the most manageable section at Barnes & Noble by far. It's very small compared to where all the books are. Everything is clearly labeled. Uh, there is, it's, it's like, just go help this guy out. Okay. I'm, (laughs) I am worried about him. Uh, another thing I want to tell you is I want to give a shout out to our great friends. Uh, secondhand records are great partners here at radio free Brooklyn. They are located right above the station at 1345 DeKalb Avenue, which is about a 10 minute walk from the DeKalb Avenue stop on the L train here in Bushwick. They open at noon today. Uh, if you are looking to get anybody a gift for Labor Day, if your family exchanges gifts on Labor Day, uh, then you can swing by and get them a record. And uh, do that. They're open at noon today. They have a great selection, and we are proud to uh, be partners with them. I have a guest. I have a superstar caller on the line right now. I have a superstar caller. Is this, uh, is this Courtney Francis Fallon? It is, it is. How uh, are you? Courtney, I'm well. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Now, Courtney, true or false, you are a writer. True. You are a performer. True. A director. Kind of true. I'm working on it. <laughs> and now a public artist, yes? Yes. Yes. You have a project that is uh, uh, hitting the city very soon called Draw the Blue Line. Uh, you want to you wanna intro it a little bit? Yeah, so Draw the Blue Line is a public art protest to Trump's withdrawal from the Paris Agreement that I am staging in New York City and around the world, uh, hopefully, uh, during the UN General Assembly. And the idea is to put horizontal blue lines anywhere you can to represent rising sea level. And I want this to reach people who are here for the UN General Assembly, and I want them to reply in kind by putting up their own blue line to uh, reaffirm their commitment to the Paris Agreement. Mm Mm-hmm. So for in super case, ambitious, yes, but, but oh, like a call and response. I need to recruit everybody I can, everywhere, digitally, uh, physically. I'm trying to get Pittsburgh to City Hall to join in. Oh, um, and there's this really special thing that takes place when you're abroad, and there's something going on that you are unaware of. It might be like an election or a holiday and you're walking around and you're like, why the fuck is everything closed on a Wednesday? Mm-hmm. What is this? And I want blue lines to be everywhere so that these people who are here for the UN general assembly are like, what's all these blue lines everywhere? What is this? Oh, climate change. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I want them to reply by reasserting that they are committed to the Paris agreement. Mm-hmm. So for people, just in case people don't know, this uh, the Paris Climate Accord, uh, Obama signed on near the end of his tenure as president at the end of 2015 uh, with most yeah. of the other uh, uh, um, first world, I guess, Literally countries and more the than the entire yeah. planet except for Syria because 
having a, uh, some issues right it's now. Got, it's got some, uh, and some problems. Nicaragua refused to sign it because it wasn't stringent enough. Yes. Otherwise, the entire planet signed Yes, Nicaragua became the most annoying person in the room that day, <laughs> saying, I actually don't I think it goes far enough. It's true to itself. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Trump withdrew probably a month or two ago. Uh, uh, or, or announced our intention to withdraw. The withdrawal process takes um, a good amount of time. So if I'm not mistaken, um, the uh, the time that would actually go into effect that we withdraw from the Paris Accord is November 2020, uh, giving us a chance to make this somewhat of an election issue now. Yeah, so there is a chance that there, it's, it's, and it's my understanding that we actually can't fully withdraw until like a week after inauguration in 2021. Okay. So that we would be fine. But what it comes down to is that the UN generally is pretty toothless. And so, and we, this Paris agreement really is asking emerging economies to make legit sacrifices, not the type of bullshit that Trump was posturing towards for the United States. And so that's why I want to do this to like strengthen their resolve and uh, see what like people will actually reaffirm because I think there's always a risk with a treaty from the UN that people will sign on and won't actually do what they say they'll do. Mm-hmm. You know, like human rights, for instance. Right. Um, everyone promises that they'll respect them, and that's not usually the, that's not always the case. So the UN General Assembly takes place from September 12th to uh, 25th. So this two-week span is coming up. Uh, it starts the Tuesday, uh, September 12th. And that's when the big push for drawing the blue lines is going to happen. Have people already started doing this? Have you seen some uh, out in the city? I'm doing them, and they're starting to pop up online, and people can do them online. If you don't have access to a building's facade to put a blue line across Mm -hmm. um, or a first floor business that people like a business that people might enter because you can also do these interior um, interiors. Mm -hmm. Um, You can do it online. um, Hashtag draw the blue line, pull it in. Um, There's going to be a social media filter that you do for your profile picture. um, And we're just trying to push it in any way that we can got some tentative partnership with that I'm really excited, but I don't want to quite, um, I don't want to quite announce yet until mm-hmm. it's solid, but I am pretty excited about some of the people who are starting to partner with me. I'm trying to get, I'm really also eager, eager, eager to, uh, recruit some light projection artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, but when you do projection art, you don't have to get a permit and there's also no waste. So, did you see the artist um, Bell uh, do uh, projection over the Trump Hotel? Paid Trump's bribe. He, paid Trump bribes here it was amazing. Uh, yeah, I think I saw a little, uh, some coverage of that. Yeah, I didn't see the display in person, but I mean, it was ten minutes. Did you see mm. a picture? But if you Google "paid Trump bribes here" for the hotel in Washington D.C., you'll see it. It's gorgeous. So I'm trying to recruit some projectionists. I want Manhattan Bridge. I want to do the Statue of Liberty. I want to get ridiculous with this. Mm-hmm. And what, like projection really is a way to do it, guerrilla style. What do you without, think about what do you think about this uh, idea? What do you think about this idea? You know the big digital clock in Union Square? Yeah. What if we take a big blue banner, we stretch it across that digital clock in Union Square? No one knows what time it is for the rest of the 
UN General Assembly? I'm super into it. I'm, so I think that means that you're volunteering to help me do that. Yeah, so yeah. Pipes or anything. I have connections. I have connections with people in that building. What's in that building? Let's do it. Do we need you know to get what's like in that hamburglar type like striped outfits for the for that so we can disguise ourselves? Oh, you know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> no one will know. Way to make it. We're yeah. talking about on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere, anywhere we can, anywhere we can. I need people to help, and um, it's it's super ambitious and it's really urgent. Um, but I'm trying to do it, and yeah, I want I want to hear people from the UN. Uh, the signatories of the treaty to somehow hear it. I'm hoping that it'll reach them somehow, and that I'm hoping that it they will answer in kind by putting up their own blue line somehow, saying we're still into this. Yeah, we still have a, so many problems. We have so many problems with the ocean. The last thing we need to do is deny climate change. Yes, I I'm with you 100. percent So people can go to drawthebluelineline.com. For more information yeah. uh, on that and uh, ways they can get involved in uh, New York and elsewhere uh, as, as well. Yes. Great. Well, Courtney, yes. anything else you want to say before we go? Um, I just uh, I wanted to say that I, uh, I now wish that I did a Labor Day gift exchange with my family. <laughs> listening to you talking about uh, the record shop. And, you know, I, 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 I think that my family's really lacking in something that we don't exchange Labor Day gifts. Yeah. I, so I'm thanks for the idea. And hey. I'll propose it, propose it to my dad and sister for next year. Please. And you know what? When you do, you call in and you let us know how it goes, okay? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Courtney. We'll Thank talk you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. On. And once so again, drawthebluelineline.com. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Courtney Francis Fallon, drawthebluelineline.com. This is Young Persons Radio with your host, Colby Smith, on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are going to take a brief musical break and be back in one moment with Jeremy and Mike. La Luz from the Hardly Art label uh, with You Disappear uh, from their album Weirdo Shrine, which came out back in uh, 2015. You know, we're talking about 2015 with the Paris Climate Accord. 
We're talking about 2015 with La Luz's last album, uh, and that's on the Hardly Art uh, label. Uh, we have a caller on the line. We're going to take real quick. Caller, welcome to the program. Hey there, Colby. It's uh, Pigeon Criminal here, Margaret. Uh, Pigeon Criminal Margaret. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> oh, thank you, Colby. Always good to be back with you. I, you know how I love you and your program. You're, in, you're number one, always number one. Oh, well, thank uh, you for saying we, that. Be, I, I, I wanted to call in before we potentially moved away from the conversation of draw the blue line and the UN and mm-hmm. making a gift for Labor Day and um, and the UN General Assembly, all those things, um, and, and to show that I can also talk about things besides pigeons, um, although pigeons are my favorite subject, yes. as you know. I but do know. The, the greatest the greatest gift to the planet, to yourself, to to um, everybody, the world. And for some reason, the UN General Assembly shies away from this. It, I I marvel every year when they have these, you know, the climate marches and all these things involving the UN. And in fact, um, I actually did work for the UN during the. Um, uh, the war in the former Yugoslavia, but that's a whole other subject. But I do, I do have personal experience with the UN, so I speak uh, from whoa. some personal um, involvement cool. with it. But the, but the great, the greatest thing that anybody can do for the planet, the greatest gift, and you can do it so easily, immediately, is to go vegan. It's just the most obvious thing in the world. You don't have to draw a blue line, although that's great. You know, performance art is, I love it. But my, my favorite performance artist, as you can imagine, is Soy Bomb? Uh, Mother Pigeon. Oh, Mother Pigeon, okay. You know, Mother Pigeon, I think she just does the most spectacular work for, for the world and, and performance art and, and raising the profile of New York City wildlife. You know, I'm just a huge, huge fan of, of Mother Pigeon, of course. But, but to go vegan is to be the greatest gift that you can give, mm-hmm. and it's not even a sacrifice. It's um, it's a a wonderful feeling. Yes. Just, um, o- overall, nothing tops it. You know, I'm going to make a bet with you right now. I'm going to bet one hundred dollars that Tim Keck calls in and has a problem with everything you just said. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to see the next caller. I have a feeling I might know who's going to call in. Yes. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go with that thought. I don't want to take up more of your time, Colby. Of but course. Thank you for being there. Margaret, thank you, as always, for listening and for always calling. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, Colby. We will talk, talk to you later. soon. Ah, we're going to shift gears ever so slightly. And I'm going to tell you that my guests today are comedians and hosts of Lizard People Live, a once-monthly stand-up show here in Brooklyn, uh, which was inspired by Lizard People of New York, their parody page with more than 227,000 fans on Facebook. It's a parody of the popular uh, blog and website Humans of New York, and they're just a, a, a couple of great dudes. So please welcome <laughs> please welcome to the show uh, Jeremy Kaflowitz. Oh, hey, what's up? And Mike Amory. 
Hey, Colby. That's how you're supposed to do that, Jeremy. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were going to say both, and then I, I felt bad. Well, I, yeah, I thought, I thought about that, and then I thought, well, no one's going to know which is which unless oh, they're true. familiar with your voices already. I, I feel bad that we're on such an intelligent episode. <laughs> I truly, like, everyone's talking about, like, real things, and we're like, oh, let's talk about lizard people. I guess the UN is related to that. I think it is. I, I, you know, I think that all of this thematically ties in yes. super well. Yeah, it just dumbs down a lot as soon as my voice gets on. <laughs> as soon as we change gears from, like, real issues to, like, jokes about Jeb Bush. <laughs> Being vegan's the best thing you could do with your life. Yeah, it's not like either. Donating I to feel the bad. Poor. I feel really bad. World peace. <laughs> Donating yeah. animals. Look, you guys are bringing awareness to uh, the issues in in another way entirely. <laughs> we all are. We're all doing our part. We're all playing to our strengths here in this life, this right? Is true. I, that is true. <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk yeah, about lizard, lizard people. Okay. So you guys, you, you Jeremy, you started this page in, yes. in 2014, something like that. Uh, as a you were still in college, right? At yes. This point? Yeah. I was a senior in college. And it's a, if people don't know, so humans of New York. Uh, is if it's got a lot of notoriety. It's now a book. It's a TV uh, show. It's is it really on Facebook starting oh. soon? They have a new TV show. Yeah, Facebook Whoa. launched their video. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. My mom sent it to me last night. So this thing's really popular. I was like, <laughs> thanks, Ma. Yeah. It uh uh. So it's like they, they. It's just like these little personal stories that yes. they have. Uh, the guy Brandon Stanton is the founder, and he mm-hmm. would do these these portraits of just like. Every people, everyday people on the street, and uh, a little bit about their story. Lizard people of New York uh-huh. uh, is a parody of that. Do you, do you have like a, a log line on it? Is it a good way to describe uh, it that I'm not doing? No, there's no. I don't think there is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's similar to humans in New York. Is that their personal stories, but yes. dumber? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I rewrite all the personal stories. <laughs> yeah. we, we take the heart out, and yeah. then we add dumb jokes. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's true. I had to, so when I first started doing it, I would read, I wouldn't read the Humans in New York ones, I would just post whatever, and uh-huh. every now and then you'd get one and be like, this is seriously fucked up, like, this guy went through so much, and you're just oh. making fun of him, and I was like, I did not read this guy's story, <laughs> so now I have to go through and read all of them, and be like, is this one too sad? Right. To make sure he's, like, not a refugee from Syria. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to really make sure. So I guess we, we should back up slightly and talk about Sorry. the lizard people uh, yes. conspiracy theory First, so this is this is put forward by a guy named David Ike. Yes, but what he had like a book. What he's is a book? professional soccer player for a while. Oh my god, in England. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a big problem with athletes. Is after their playing days are done, they have to find like that next career. Uh-huh. Yes. David Ike, the most successful, I would argue, right. out of all yeah. those. Yeah. yeah. The the lizard people conspiracy is that um, all, all sorts of celebrities, politicians are secretly yeah. shape shifting reptilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I post a lot about them being aliens every time someone corrects me and says that they're actually subterranean, which is my bad. Uh, I don't know about the lore as, as well, I guess, uh-huh. the, the made-up lore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I love it. It's great. There, I think, oh, what yeah. is it, I think 5 like, I thought it was 2%? I thought it was 10%. Is it 10% it's of like, people? It's in that 8 it's, to 10% there's, there's no way it's right. that many. Yeah. But, like, a huge percent of Americans <laughs> believe it. There's, like, millions of people in the United States who yes. believe in lizard people. Yeah, and it's like it. there's something... What's great about this and other conspiracy yes. theories is the way that it explains everything. Yes. Like, no argument, no rational argument against it. Like, they can subvert it every yeah. time. Yeah. It's just like, well, of course you think that. Yeah. You're because... a slave to the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing is that it's bipartisan. Like, people <laughs> yeah. who believe it are like, Obama's a lizard people, a lizard person, <laughs> Bush is a lizard person, uh, Oprah's a lizard person. There's no real agenda. They're just everyone. It's everyone. Yeah, like, are they famous and in power? They're a lizard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes no sense. I, is, I love it. What? What is... What? When did you first... 
uh, like come to know about this and what oh, was it about it that was so fascinating? I mean, because it is, it's truly fascinating. I, I don't know. I think we used to talk about it a lot in college yeah. and our, our friends would be like, this is dumb. And we'd be like, we're mm-hmm. going to do, all, we had this plan because in uh, college people used to do like little, um, they'd like promote their like cause before class sometimes. They'd go right. to like a big lecture hall with like 500 people and they give like a five minute speech. Oh, really? So oh, our, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So our plan was to go to a teacher and say, we have this like thing we want to promote and just see how long we could go with lizard people until we got like kicked out of the class. And everyone, all our friends were like, this is the dumbest idea. (laughs) Which has generally been like a good uh, path for us is if all of our friends think something is stupid, that tends to be the best ideas that tend to be successful. Yeah, it works out. Yeah. 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 So so I think that was, I think, I don't remember, I, I tried to look this fact up and I don't think it's true anymore. But I think it was you who told me this in college. That sounds correct. It's like my favorite thing ever. And I don't think it's true, but I, it's still my favorite. And it's that apparently, like, people think that lizard people is, like, like this anti-Semitic oh, no, thing. Oh, that's true. Is it? Oh, that, it's like, totally true. No, no, no. That, like, so, so people think, like, it's about, like, secret, it's, like, about uh, Jewish people. And apparently, this is what you told me, was that people went up to David Icke and were like, so, like, this whole thing's about Jewish people, right? And he's uh-huh. like, oh, no, I'm fine with the Jews. It's lizard people I hate. And which is my favorite. It's just imagine, like, oh, no, Jews, they're great. Uh, lizard people, though, we got to get rid of them. And yeah. I, I just loved it. No, it's and that's from a book I read. Where Is it? They, yeah, it's from a book where they interview all these different extremists and, like, crazy people. And, um, yeah, it's uh, John Ronson, actually, my favorite author. Oh, okay. oh sure, he, yeah. He, he, he talks to David Icke, and he's like, because John Ronson's Jewish. He's yeah, like, right. A lot of people say this is anti-Semitic. He's right. Like, oh, no, this is. They're lizard people. It's anti-lizard people. This it's isn't anti-reptilian. like code words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like, you know, Jew equals lizard. It's lizard equals lizard. Yeah. I've gotten I've gotten yelled at about that on the internet. People have called me anti-Semitic. And it's like, my name's Kaplowitz. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so is, is in 2016, sure. the next uh, uh, iteration of this, I guess, or the next like evolution uh, was lizard people. That's a peop- strong word. Okay. All right. Sure. I'll, I'll walk it back. The next the shape next shift. Yeah. <laughs> The next transformation was lizardpeoplemeet.com. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I made a fake dating website uh, for lizard people to meet each other. I don't even think that the domain works anymore. Oh, really? really? It was working for uh, I have to renew it. I every sure, every yeah. year it's like, do you want to pay 30 bucks for lizard people meet? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> uh, I don't remember if I did it this year, but I should. I should bring it back up. What Was this a thing where people could like interact with no, it at all or, okay no. it was just like a, it was okay. fake it was like you could send in your con- there was like a contact form at the end to like sign up and i people would send things and i read a bunch of them okay but um you couldn't actually do anything with it and then i i got interviewed i think it was like someone wrote for like the daily dot and interviewed oh, yeah. me about it and wrote like this scathing piece about how it doesn't work as a real website and i was that's like so what do you want from me like yeah, exactly. it's a real I, what do you want me to do <laughs> so yeah that's that's still up there uh is the like scathing the daily review. dot review oh my god is that do, cause you, we, you and I were talking a little bit before the show started about yeah, like the sure. mean things people say? Yeah, people don't like me on this page. <laughs> it's, it's very frustrating. Which is insane because it's they're there because of you. Also, yeah. you I know? think like when you make a thing about lizard people, it's just like inherently antagonistic. I guess. Sure. Yeah. So I, so people do love to yell at me on the internet. Yeah, I get yelled at a lot on the internet. Yeah. I also post a lot on to like I, I do those like stand up pictures sometimes on the internet. And people yeah. just get so angry. 
because of like the self promotion aspect, just or general, just like I don't know. People well, no, there was there was things. a clear divide when Jeremy decided to do a joke about being Jewish. Oh yeah, I'm like barely Jewish, but I posted a joke about anti semitism, and a bunch of people were like, anti semitism is not real, you kike. And I was like, wow, oh, well, all right, I guess it's not. <laughs> yeah, it was you've very just weird. proven it's yeah, not. It was very, one guy said I'm the death of the white family. <laughs> it's like I'm like the whitest person I know. <laughs> I was saying you should use that as like a stage credit. Yeah, like, no. you might know him as the death of the white family. <laughs> yeah, right. Please welcome Jeremy <laughs> Yeah, Kapowitz. like on a on a lineup in parentheses. Right. Yeah, Jeremy Kaplan's death <laughs> three of the parentheses. Yeah. Oh, so you one other thing I wanted to ask. Sure. You about. Yes. So obviously this this page is like super success. It's I don't want to embarrass you and say it's super successful. Sure. But like it has several hundred thousand followers yeah, yeah, yeah. on Facebook. It has gotten a certain amount of notoriety. Uh-huh. Have you ever have you ever had any contact with the Humans of New York founder? I the first like month I emailed him. I, I sent him this weird message like, "Hey, you're stealing all of my photos and you're time traveling, and it's not right. It's fucked up." And uh, I was like, just like in character, thought it'd be funny. I, yeah. I think the page had like a thousand followers, uh-huh. and he emailed me back, and he's like, "I'm not gonna keep. I'm gonna keep stealing your photos, <laughs> and I am a time traveler." Oh, so he played along. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really I, nice of him. I would not expect that guy to do it. No, neither would I. <laughs> he's supposed to be very serious. And yeah. I know someone who apparently was interviewed by him for Humans of New York uh-huh. and um, didn't know that it was Humans of New York and right. wanted them to take down the photo, and he never responded to that guy. Oh, so he's cool with the parody stuff, not yeah. so cool with the uh, request to remove <laughs> uh, deep and personal stories from his yes. very popular blog. <laughs> I can't imagine why not everyone would want that stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. Was it like, maybe this is something you want to answer, but was it imagined as like a takedown of humans in New York? Not really. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people assume, people are, uh, people have asked me that like, oh man, you must hate humans in New York. So, yeah. yeah, it's just I thought it would be funny. Yeah, to, it's a yeah. it's a little pretentious. Sure. Yeah. Um, he, I feel like sometimes you, I, I wonder if Brandon Sutton feels like he's saving the world through his like blog photos. I know. Yeah, it definitely Doesn't... kind of feels like that when you like went to Syria for like yeah, a week yeah. or a month. Yeah. yeah. It, um, I, I don't know. I really think that like. For me personally, the jury is still out on whether Humans in New York is okay or not. Yeah. And I think if I just got some sense of humility from that dude, it would like all be fine. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, it's just right. like, oh, this is just like an interesting project. Like, yeah. You know, I, but if there's a hint of just like, what I'm doing is really important, then I'll just be like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> probably, over. it's probably a net good thing for the world. But I that kind so. of stuff yeah. I don't like. I don't yeah, really I care for those things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's uh, that's very fair. <laughs> so the live, what's the the status of the live search? I should mention that you guys are doing a show, uh, yes. Lizard People Live, on Friday, this coming Friday, September eighth, mm-hmm. at Cobra Club, right here in Bushwick, off the yeah. Jefferson stop at seven thirty, and that's as part of the Cinderblock Comedy Festival. Yes. Yep. Um. So this is you guys. You hosted together. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, with uh, your pal Liam O'Malley. Yes. Uh, Liam, is it Liam the Lizard? It was Liam right? the Lizard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we dressed him up in a uh, Amazing Spider-Man two costume. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, I bought it for like twenty bucks online without the head. Yeah, I took the <laughs> right. head out. It was a great modification. <laughs> and uh, so the show is um, uh, it's a stand-up show. Yeah, um, and you guys did it at Tender Trap for a while. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. Apparently. Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I think they reopened. They just did they? didn't tell us. Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's okay. fine. Well, we can sit. Look, I'm not about to promote this venue that you guys are doing a show at. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Everybody check out UCB Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Reductress uh, Live. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so that's part of the, the Cinder Block Comedy Festival. It yeah. happens every year um, around this time in New York. And un- unlike other 
New York comedy festivals. Uh, this is like a pretty large scale deal. They have a ton of venues and yeah. just a ton of shows going on. A ton of people get involved. They got um, Janine Garofalo. Yeah, yeah, she's like the big, the big get. Yeah, uh, she's not on year. our show. No, she's <laughs> no. not. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anything you want to uh, say about the live show? or uh... Yeah, sure. I mean, we've been doing it, so we're not really doing it. This is probably the last one we're going to do for a while for ah. other people in New York. But it's been one year. We did like a year of live shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first, I was like, it felt weird to kind of quit it. But now that I'm looking at it, I was like, yeah, we did like a year of shows that yeah. I felt okay about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, you were on one. It was great. I was. Yeah. It was a blast when I did it. It was so fun. And like, Liam in that lizard suit is so fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is the perfect person for that because he doesn't walk like a human. Yeah. And that's a, it's a great fit for the lizards because if you just walk up on stage like a human being, that's not as funny. But if you walk like Liam normally walks, then he's just automatically in character. Yeah, I love Liam as the lizard because he's just Liam and we put a costume on him and he just does what he normally does in his everyday life. Yeah. And it's funny. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that extra layer yeah. uh, gets it in. We've got a caller on Ooh, the line, uh, gentlemen. Uh, caller, welcome to the program. Hey. Oh. Colby. Oh, it's my favorite guy. Tim. Tim Keck. Loyal caller Tim Keck. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing good, Colby. First things first, I gotta call out Margaret for being a bigot with this vegan thing. <laughs> Putting animals over humans again. So for people who don't know person thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Tim's side right now. Including yeah, Including my guests, uh, Jeremy and Mike. For people who don't know, Tim uh, is a great comedian. He calls this show every week, and he has a public ongoing feud with Margaret uh, that spans every possible issue. I don't think they've... Have you guys agreed on anything, Tim? Um, no, I guess not. I guess we both like your show. That's what... Oh, well, that's look, if I could bring these two polar opposites together, <laughs> that's the good I'm doing. That's my blue line. I think the problem is we both think it's a platform for ourselves. <laughs> you know, but like, I, eventually you're going to have to pick a side. Yeah, well, I trust I trust you guys, though. Some I get, you know, some some people call up and they just want to do their, uh, you know, their dumb comedy routine. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't trust that so much, but I'm willing to I'm willing to give you guys a little bit of time. Nice. Oh, <laughs> dumb comedy beef. Now, Tim. Speaking of dumb comedy beef, should we talk about our Rob Shapiro beef? Yes. Okay. So uh, we absolutely should talk about this. So way back in April, <laughs> guys, okay. yeah. we did a show that was a, uh, a tribute to Whose Line Is It Anyway? Okay. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had a lot of great guests in here. And then by some uh, magic, the callers kept calling in. And talking about their favorite Rob Shapiro bits. Rob Shapiro, who is the brother of the more successful Rick Shapiro, okay. uh, the stand-up comedian, uh, who he's also a comedian. Uh, and uh, it just set off this chain reaction. So Rob Shapiro, I guess, hears this episode, friends me on Facebook. Okay. I accept. And then he starts, Tim, do you want to take it from here? He starts, like, giving you grief on Facebook. Right. So... Yeah, so uh, I think he he friended you, right? And yes. then you were like, the only reason he would have friended me is if you'd heard the episode. Yes, you're right. You so sent him the episode. I sent him a message. I said, hey, we gave you some nice shout-outs on this episode oh, and sent him, sent him this link. And uh, I was like, if you ever want to call in, you know, I can give you the number. You know, extending, you know, yeah, extending yeah. the olive branch. Please call in. You can say it would be amazing. Yeah. And the episode starts with Marta calling in and not knowing what whose line is it anyway is. 
Yes. And she says, well, one of my favorite comedians is Rob Shapiro. You guys should all check out Rob Shapiro. Uh-huh. And since Marta said that was her favorite comedian, of course I called in and said he was trash. <laughs> yeah. And just <laughs> talked about him. I don't know who this guy is. Tim, <laughs> Tim loves, loves fighting with uh, the ladies who call the show. It's quite the community you've built here. It's a blast. It's a it's a universe, Jerry. <laughs> it's a whole cast of kooky characters. It's exactly. what I get out of bed for on a Sunday. Thank you, Tim. Anyway, so <laughs> so, so Rob messaged Tim. So, then, so no, he comments. So Tim so puts this. Sta- go ahead, go ahead. You 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 do it. You do it. So I posted on Facebook like a few days ago. Hey, I have a monthly show at Legion every first Saturday of the month. Plug. Uh, you should come check it out if you get to. That's not that's not what I posted, but that's a plug. <laughs> uh, and I and I was like, hey, I always need people who do solo stuff. So if you do want, want to do five minutes of the show, you guys are welcome to sometime. Uh, shoot me a DM. And a bunch of people commented on it. And I got a bunch of DMs of like booked October and November. It was great. It was a great idea. And then like a couple days later, I got a text from my aunt like, who's Rob Shapiro? And why is he being so mean to you on Facebook? And I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, had she listened to Colby's show, all that nonsense? Uh, so when I looked at my Facebook page, I never got any notifications or anything, but on this post are just all these mean comments from Rob Shapiro. He just went down each one. Yeah. Like People would be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing the show, and I'd be like, you totally should. And he'd be like, quote, quote, you totally should. This is exactly why you're a terrible comedian, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he said, my two favorites were, he said, uh, only three people know who you are. And then he called you a no talent hack, <laughs> right? Which, like, if we include my family, more than three people know who I am. That's so, exactly right. An inflammatory true. statement. So the thing I like about and, this meme so uh, far is that Tim knows absolutely nothing about Rob Shapiro's act, and Rob Shapiro knows absolutely nothing about Tim. Yeah, no. I don't think that's true. I no. think Rob Shapiro clearly looked up Tim you and watched so? his act. <laughs> I don't think that Rob Shapiro is the kind of person who would make a judgment call having not seen your at least one YouTube video. The little I know of Rob Shapiro, which is that you said his name today, and now I know who he is, is that he's the kind of guy. He's an upstanding He's going to research. Yes. He's the kind of guy who will hunt you down. And, of course, I wanted to respond, <laughs> but then he, like, blocked me on Facebook. Like, I can't click on his name. I can't even reply to him. Yes. So he posted, like, five or six mean things. Yeah. Which are they're hilarious, but they're unintentionally hilarious. They're clearly meant to be mean, but it's hilarious. And then uh, I can't respond to them. I can't reply at yeah. all. And I should so, say that I know, can't. I don't, I don't even know what that means. I can't access his profile anymore either. Oh, he blocked you as well. I don't. I mean, he must have. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't find it, which, you know, is, um, he friended me. I, he, I didn't start this. All right. I'm looking at his Facebook page. So I should also mention that there is, there's other than the Rob Shapiro that's blocked me. There's another Rob Shapiro profile that, uh, we can't tell if it's actually Wait, him is this, or not. Is it, is the one with, um, where it says that his job is boss at all caps, no bullshit incorporated. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is that the one? Oh my god! Yeah, I think that's the one. Is that the real one? Yeah, I think. Is it yeah. the, the the? I don't know which is real and which is I've, fake, but there I've, are two. One has is him on stage, and the other one is him with like a clown makeup on. Okay. The one with him on stage is the one that's been doing all this stuff. Right. Okay. It's got five thousand. Well, there's friends. one that has New York friends. 
And there's ah. one that has L.A. friends. Because mm. you had lots of mutual New York friends, right? I have 14 mutuals with him. With which one? The, with the, I assume the New York one. I don't know anyone. Know. The, well, what's the profile pic? The, uh, the stand-up guy. Okay. He's at, like, Broadway or something. Now, I don't want to put yeah. Jeremy on the spot here. What? But as I, I consider us now friends, I'm so friends nervous. at Colby Show. Yes. I'm so nervous. I mean, nervous. we do have a platform that reaches 230,000. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that platform, we posted this uh, link, and it got one like. So it's truly <laughs> a true. powerful platform. But we could incorporate Rob Shapiro in a lizard people post. Yeah, I'd Perhaps use one of his photos and claim he's a lizard person. Yeah, I, I would do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd post oh, of a course, that would be Instagram. incredible. I mean, obviously, you do it at your own risk because you no. will find your so, personal profile and say mean things about it. The way the, the way it works on Lizard People of New York is that, um, you know, if I post like a regular photo, it'll, it'll get a few thousand likes. But if I post like a random thing, it'll get like not very much. But um, I'm assuming most fans of Lizard People of New York don't know who Rob Shapiro is, <laughs> so it probably will do as well as a normal post. They're just like, here's a picture of a guy. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I love it. I can't I can't encourage yeah. this. I will passively watch it happen. It'll happen today, yeah. probably later. Because you're a coward, Colby. I'll encourage this. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Look, I have to I, remain I, I have to remain neutral. Stuff about him. I said a bunch of mean stuff about him when I didn't know who he was, and he went out and proved those all to be true. <laughs> he's a coward, he's a wimp, and I can't wait to fight him in the streets in yeah. New York. I'm, I'm, next to all these blue lines and oh. At the, outside the UN. Good. I challenge him to Out- fight outside the UN. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> the Paris, rejoining the Paris Accords. Oh. He'll be fighting for for truth and justice, and he'll fight for his hacky jokes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, See, my hope that. is that like it does super well, and Rob Shapiro goes through every single comment, hoping someone says, "Hey, isn't that Rob Shapiro?" And no one is going to. <laughs> Tim, we're going to get to the bottom of this together, okay? That sounds great. I would love to know what happens. I want to know. I want to know, too. All right. We'll talk soon, buddy. Thanks for calling. Talk to you soon. Big fan. You guys liked your page for a long time. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I think I'm definitely going to use this photo of a guy in clown makeup smoking a cigarette. There's no way I'm not. I don't know. I don't know who's who. I'm saving it, and I'm going to post it on the page later today. Fantastic. Caller, you're on the air with me and Jeremy and Mike. I really hope it's Rob Shapiro. Hey, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm sorry. I was just, I was just channel surfing, uh-huh. flipping through, and uh, you, you guys, are, you guys mentioned Rob Shapiro. Is he going to be on the show? You know, are you we, having Rob Shapiro on? No, we, 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 um, we, <laughs> I offered, I offered for him to come on, but uh, you know, he, um, uh, he, I'm just he a, seems to have either ignored it or outright uh, turned it down. I'm a glutton for his content wherever I can find it. He's truly one of the greats. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, from here to San Diego, across this great country, his shows are sold out across a, a, <laughs> across the board. Uh-huh. You can't see him. That's I mean, a problem. The StubHub tickets are going for three hundred a pop. I just oh wow! Kind of oh man! Cash, but I just if I'm just I just any any platform he might find to vocalize his incredible comedy, his powerhouse wit, and his scathing yet insightful comments on society at large, uh, I I want front row seats to that. So if you get him on, I, I just let me know. Uh, uh, sure. I mean, look, if, if he is on the show, everybody who everybody will know about it. Uh, that's that's for sure. And look, all the stuff you're saying, it might be true. I'm not familiar with the guy's work. I thought it would be... 
because people were recommended to check them out. I don't know. I don't know how this whole thing turned sour so fast. I I mean I don't know I don't know, sir. I don't know what recent um, uh, <laughs> recent coma recoverers listen to your show, but if if, if you aren't familiar with Rob Shapiro's content in this day and age, I, I you must be living in Amish country. I mean, the man is the voice of an entire generation. Okay, uh, I mean, he's galvanized is- us. He's mobilized us. Um. I would follow him to the ends of the earth. So I, I, I'm confused that you don't seem familiar with his oeuvre. Well, look, I, uh, I, I want to check him out. I want to check him out. Okay. Well, can I ask what your favorite Turn Rob on. Shapiro bit is? Oh goodness. Um, let's see. Number one. He just has these really biting sort of like little, uh-huh. like commentaries about just sort of like it seems banal, but it has yeah. this like oh, oh I know what's the um, how does that pizza one go again? The the one about the the, the pizza pies. Oh, the one about the pizza pies. Well, it's it's it works on multiple tiers. Let me see. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm no slices, Rob Shapiro, I would say. but I'll I'll try and do it. Yeah, justice. please do, please sure. do. He basically has this whole bit about uh, pizza toppings. Yeah, yeah. Getting half one topping, half another, and how Ugh. insane that is, right? Yeah. Like, why oh, would you wow. just mix them up? What? Or just get two pizzas. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, you're such a you're such a micromanager that you need to. Why don't you just get different toppings on every single slice? You know what I mean? If you're so anal about what goes on your pizza, and obviously that's gut punchingly hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That also changed the pizza knee. industry because yeah. people had to buy yeah. extra pizzas. And yes. it like changed the oh, the whole industry. Like boomed after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he's a trendsetter. He's a mover and a shaker. <laughs> he's a rainmaker. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. We all know that. Well, look, but, you know that's a pretty a pretty good sell. I'll I'll check I'll check. I love pizza jokes, and I mean he has like the definitive about, pizza bit. Okay, all right. Well, you know I'll uh, I'll check it out. He's got this bit about the F train, uh, <laughs> and how crowded it gets. It's so crowded. Yeah, it's no really one talks crowded. about it. And I was like, you know when you. It was like, what, buddy, get out of my brain. You know what I mean? <laughs> but also, like, I don't, I lack the tools to ever articulate something like how crowded the F train is. Right. Yes. But He's the kind of guy who says something we're all thinking. Exactly. Yeah. And it's we didn't like, realize we were thinking. Yeah, I've taken the F train for half a decade, and I never thought, oh, it's really crowded in here, until Rob Shapiro yeah. told me. Yeah. But it was. Uh, it was. Well, it was. Well, look, you've given me a lot to think about, a caller, which I, uh, you know, which is why I take callers on the show as to expand my horizons. So, so I want to. He is the I boss have... at, at No Bullshit Incorporated. <laughs> I mean, that's so a, that's a hard job to get. <laughs> can I can I ask a question of, uh, of your guests? Yes. What's up? You just you could just make Jeremy it quick. Kaplowitz, yeah. Is he the same one that that does those um those those cool like neat memes, those joke memes? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Because the guys, the guys on my subreddit oh my go <laughs> cuckoo bananas for that stuff. I'm under they attack. love it. I show my coworkers, and they think I'm the funniest guy at No Bullshit Industries. They <laughs> think I'm, What's your position at No Bullshit Industries? Uh, I'm in middle management. Okay. Basically, I have people under me, and they're sort of like, "Is this bullshit?" And I have to say, "Like, no." Or, <laughs> It's lucrative. I'll tell you that much. It's lucrative. <laughs> but honestly, those like those neat memes, uh-huh. they really just they make the days fly by. So my question for uh, you is this: Can I ask you a question? How do you channel surf on an internet radio show? 
How do you? How, do, how does that uh, work? He's switching around tabs. Oh, okay. Is it like a tab? Well, thing? well, well, sir. I guess you've seen through the ruse of my, <laughs> of my little device here. Uh, the the truth is, uh, I have a Google alert for Rob Shapiro, <laughs> which um, you know, usually all that gets me is a lot of Jew stuff, but every once in a while, uh, it's the comedian. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So sorry, did Jew stuff bring the sucky energy out no, of the room? No, there? not at all, not at all, not at all. You're talking okay. to two the, the two anti-Semitic founders of. This <laughs> <laughs> Of course it didn't suck the energy out of the room. In fact, I saw them straighten up in their chairs when you said Jew stuff. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> that is a relief. Well, listen. <laughs> Caller, I got to start wrapping the show up. Uh, well, we'll sure. talk soon, okay? Bye now. Channel surf this way again, please. Oh, he hung up. All right. We got one more call. Final caller. Final caller for the show. Caller, welcome to the program. Okay, not... Hi, it's Marta. Oh my goodness, it's my favorite caller. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple. I have a couple of things. Okay, I, don't know, I love okay, Marta. Can I just say? Thing. Can I just say I love when you call in real fired up from the get go. I can hear it in your voice okay, today that you yeah, are yeah. raring to go. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you an uninterrupted platform here uh, for sixty seconds. <laughs> I'm not too good with that, but that's okay. Whatever, do whatever you want. The lizard guys can pitch in, whatever. Okay, so, um, uh, okay, I want to talk about the blue line thing because I didn't fucking understand it at all. <laughs> what, like what? Blue, blue line, I mean, not, I mean, I'm, I'm into, you know, art and whatever, but it's like, <laughs> okay, blue, what are you supposed to do with the fucking blue line? Like, go around with a paintbrush and a, a, and a blue can of paint and put the blue line. I was like, that sounds cool. Then it was like, oh, now it's like online, blue line, tab, tab this, that. What the, I, okay, don't want to, I don't understand any of that. I didn't understand it. Okay, so maybe you can explain that part. Oh me! Oh the the founder of drawthebluefly.com? Yeah, sure. I I I feel like you could have problems with the whole thing at large, but also having problems with it. Having a website is weird. Like that's lots of things. I think the idea. I think the idea, Mart. If I could put words into my guest's uh, mouth for a moment, I think the idea is that you draw you draw the blue line in New York to uh, uh, affect your local community and the people who would uh, see it on the street, and then you. You take a photo of it uh, and, and uh, uh, put it on social media to expand uh-huh. the circle into people who might not be And there's no way local, anyone but... will misunderstand that as being pro oh, <laughs> Exactly. So draw... Okay, so you draw a blue line, like what I'm saying. You, you, got, your, you got your paint can, you got your, you got your brush, and you, yeah. you do these blue lines around. And then, and, then, uh, and then you take a picture of it and you post it. Yes. Right. Yes. I. Okay. I yes. All right. Cool. I'm, I like. I like. I like things. Renegade. You know. Shit you and were stuff so like that. angry. But, okay. You turned I want to talk so about, that it's clear to me that you are advertising for it. <laughs> yeah. So we should mention that. Uh. Uh. You know, Marta. Marta, in a way, is responsible indirectly for this Rob Shapiro feud. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to say. Okay. The picture of him um, with the clown face, that's Rob. Ah, so, okay, so, so that's not one? him. Who's the other one, then, who's who's being mean to my friend Tim? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, be but it's probably the same person. I mean, if he's, like, going around blocking people and saying all that stuff, which is hilarious. Oh, it's very funny. Um, <laughs> 
then, uh, yeah, I think that uh, maybe that's him, too. But he, it's definitely, I know that that was like his profile thing for a while with the clown face. Facebook cuts you off after 5,000 friends. So I'm guessing he just has two accounts. Ah, that would maybe do it. Yeah, it's got 5,000 friends on it. Yeah, He's promoting shows. 14 of them are comedians (laughs) in New York. Yeah, I think it's him. He's got the clown photo somewhere in here. I see it in his featured photos. I'm so so bummed that you burned that bridge, Colby, because I would have loved to hear... um, Rob on your show. That would be really funny. I didn't burn the bridge. Oh, I messaged him inviting him to come on and he blocked me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, he burned the bridge. I'm burning down the remnants okay. of the bridge. <laughs> That's true. That's he true. Really, my guests and my I callers are taking care of the rest I have of the no bridge. building the bridge yeah. and at the same time Jeremy is setting it on yeah, fire. Yeah, exactly. It's like a thing where okay. we put down a piece yeah. and it's already Which covered in gasoline. Which is a terrible because they just re- Netflix released a press release that they're giving $30 million to Rob Shapiro for his next special. Oh my god. Yeah. And Amy Schumer is pissed. Oh, she is furious. Amy Schumer's so mad. Well, I think he's looking for a place to live right now. So if anybody has a room uh, that he can rent, um, he's your guy. Look, I'll give him my room if it'll uh, get him to come on the show. I'll find <laughs> I'll look for an apartment. He can... <laughs> no, but seriously, he's really, really funny. He's one of the funniest uh, comedians uh around I'm sure look, I'm sure I'm sure he's great that's what's so heartbreaking about this whole yeah. thing like who's been a stronger critic of the Trump administration than Rob Shapiro <laughs> exactly <laughs> I have no idea if that's accurate or not Marta Marta <laughs> no idea Marta um well, I, we've got precious few minutes left uh anything else you want to uh, get out there before we go no that's it I just wanted to uh set the record with straight those things. Okay, ha- have a great week, guys. You too, Mark. You, you know, too, Mark. you know, I, uh, you know, I love talking to you. I hope you call again next week. Okay, thank you. Bye, Marta. I love your show. Oh, thank you Bye. so much. And she's gone. She's gone. All right. Well, I'm guys, convinced that she was advertising the blue wine thing. <laughs> I came so. in so. What is? I don't understand. Yeah. And then immediately, oh, okay. Oh, that I guess makes it's perfect good. sense, and I think <laughs> I'll participate in it. Exactly. <laughs> Drawthebluelineline.com. Uh, check it out. You can read more and. Uh, and see examples of things that people have already done, guys. That blew by so fast. We gotta, we gotta wrap the show up now. <laughs> we gotta wrap it up. Let's get some plugs out there. Sure. Friday, September eighth, yes. seven thirty, Cobra Club, right here in yeah. Bushwick, off the Jefferson stop. Stand up, Lizard People Live. You guys hosting? Yeah, we we do a uh, we write a sketch every month. And then we have everyone read it without having read it before. But this month we're doing one of our, our old ones because we think it's good and it's going to be our last show. So we'll do that. It'll be fun. Um, we should mention uh, Hard Drive. Oh, yeah. We write for uh, – we're editors for the Hard Times is a uh, new gaming website. We didn't, we didn't really talk about that much about it, but it's, yeah. it's a uh, video game satire website called Hard Drive. It's on the hardtimes.net. Um, what else we got going on? Uh, I guess we could say stay tuned. There should be another yeah. live show uh, yeah, we have in, more. In, that, in that hard drive gaming vein uh, yeah. in the near future. Yeah, we're, we're, we're shutting the door on lizard people for now, and we're going to open it up on, on hard drive. Nice. That so should be fun. Cool. And yeah. in the meantime, people can find you guys on Twitter, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Jeremy Smiles. Yeah, and uh, at <laughs> the Mike Amory. Oh, yeah. wow. When I, the only one. When I started doing stand-up for about a month, I went under the name Jeremy Miles. And uh, I made that Twitter account, and then I didn't ever do that again, and now it's just that <laughs> forever. What what was behind Jeremy Miles? I thought Kaplowitz would be too confusing for people oh, to care to say, about. Oh, like, don't give me too confusing for people. I, I, I thought it was too difficult of a name to... Just like John 
Leibowitz Stewart was no. also too confusing. Is that <laughs> what he hated I'm... his dad? Is the truth behind that one? Sure. No, people people mispronounce my name all the time. I, I got called Kap, uh, Kaplowski a lot, which is as if you just like read the first half and gave up halfway through. <laughs> just yeah. took a look at you. Oh, you look yeah. Polish, Kaplowski. Kaplowski. Yeah. I, so I went under Miles for like a month, but it didn't. I, I didn't stick with it. So Jeremy Smiles <laughs> and uh, yeah. the Mike Amory on Twitter. Yes. Uh, and I am, as always, at Colby J. Smith. We'll be back next week where our guest will be, uh, return guest Maggie Sorota Ooh. will be here. And we're going to talk all about Twin Peaks next week. <laughs> we're going to talk all about Twin Peaks. So please uh, tune in for that. In the meantime, stick around for Points of Order. They will be here momentarily. We're going to go out to uh, the sweet, sweet sounds of Mr. Stevie Wonder. Thanks again to my guests and to you all for listening and calling in. We will be back next week. Bye-bye.